For decades, Australia and India have been bitter sporting rivals. But off the cricketing pitch, ties are flourishing. The Prime Minister has announced a strengthening of Australia's defence cooperation with India, saying the country is now a, and I quote, top-tier defence partner. There has never been a point in both of our country's histories where we've had such a strong strategic alignment. That's the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, speaking in India. Manpreet Vora is the Indian High Commissioner to Australia. He's on this trip. He joined me from Mumbai a short time ago. High Commissioner, welcome to RN Breakfast. Thank you. We've seen images of massive posters of Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and screaming crowds at the cricket. How is Anthony Albanese's trip being received in India? Well, I think uh, it's been very warm. He's visited two places already, Ahmedabad and Mumbai, and has arrived in Delhi uh, a couple of hours ago. I think he got very good reception in both places. People were thrilled that uh, Prime Minister Albanese was visiting their city and uh, doing important things with the state, with India, on culture, connecting people, celebrating our festivals. So, yes, it's been good. Military cooperation was a key focus overnight. India will step up its participation in joint military exercises with Australia, with your country being elevated to a top-tier security partner. What does that actually look like to be elevated in that way? What does it mean for the relationship on defence? Well, it's been incremental progress, frankly. Over the years, uh, we have progressively uh, found it uh, very useful to engage in more exercises, more complex exercises, both bilateral as well as multilateral. And um, so that that's how the level of the defense relationship has gone up uh, to the upper tiers, as Prime Minister put it. Um, so there is a, a lot of exercise, joint exercises that are happening. Uh, from last year, we've had some deployment of uh, mutual deployments of maritime surveillance aircraft, um, uh, and uh, there could be uh, so much more that we can do together going forward. Anthony Albanese was the first foreign leader to inspect the Indian Navy's first locally built aircraft traveller. What is the significance of the vessel? We're very proud of the fact that Indian expertise, Indian shipyards, Indian technicians, designers have been able to build what is often a, a fairly complex platform, which is what an aircraft carrier is. So we feel uh, very good that we have now this advanced level of manufacturing capacity that we can even produce aircraft carriers made in India. Anthony Albanese says his trip to India reflects the government's commitment to place India at the heart of Australia's approach to the Indo-Pacific and beyond. What kind of military cooperation, you mentioned more to come, is being discussed for the region? We are not really talking about military cooperation in terms of, uh, you know, having to fight something together in the region. Our Indo-Pacific cooperation, both together and with other partners in other groupings, are meant for uh, development and prosperity and infrastructure and climate change, climate action, climate resilience, uh, critical technologies. Uh, that is what our cooperation um, is geared towards.
But this year we will be hosting Exercise Malabar in Australia for the first time, an international naval exercise, and it, it does involve the four quad nations. Prime Minister Modi will visit here for the Quad Leaders Summit. This is in stark contrast to India's attitude just a few years ago. Have China's actions brought a strategic clarity to our relationship? Well, indeed, we are, uh, you know, neighbours across the Indian Ocean. We are two uh, large players in the region, in our respective regions. Uh, we are strong democracies. We are market economies. Uh, we now have uh, a huge amount of uh, people-to-people links, sporting links, economic links are growing. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, all this means that we naturally... Uh, tend to become almost natural partners because we see eye to eye on so many issues based on our common history and shared values. Um, And therefore, when we see, uh, you know, common challenges facing the region of various uh, nature, and I've alluded to some of the challenges in the Indo-Pacific, it's but natural that India and Australia uh, uh, should uh, get together and uh, try and do something both Uh, Individually, of course, we do what we do, but also bilaterally and also with other uh, like-minded partners. Late last year, we signed an interim economic cooperation and trade agreement. When will that be finalised? Well, it's actually uh, not interim. It covers a a huge amount of what uh, India and Australia desire from each other in terms of removing tariffs and barriers. So it's actually a very comprehensive one. However, a full SICA, as it's called, a Comprehensive Economic Cooperation Agreement. Uh, negotiations for that are commencing, and uh, we hope very, very much that that will also be concluded soon. The Albanese government is in the middle of an immigration shake-up. Are there certain changes India would like to see pursued? Well, we would certainly like to uh, see a regime that... Uh, Uh, ensures easier, greater mobility between India and Australia. Uh, Movement of students, of professionals, of workers, of intra-company transfers. Uh, We would like uh, to use the demographic dividend that we enjoy um, also to assist Australia with its uh, skill shortages and that's a win-win for both sides. You know, our people gain from employment and experience that they will pick up in Australia, and Australia in turn uh, also succeeds in overcoming its labour shortages. India has passed the UK to become the world's fifth largest economy. It's expected to reach third place in a decade. All your trading partners want to be part of your growth. Who else is knocking at the door? And where does Australia stand in the line? Well, Australia is a very, very important, uh, comprehensive, strategic partner. It's one of our most important relationships. So, yeah, we in Australia stands very high. Okay. You won't give me a placement, but I'll go with high. Uh, Australia-India relations have strengthened dramatically over the last decade. How does the relationship with Australia benefit India? We, we had this announcement, for instance, of a new or the first you know, campus where Indian students can study. Is that what you're looking for, those sorts of opportunities? And what more can be done? Australia and Australian universities are popular already for Indian students, for prospective Indian students, not necessarily affordable for everyone. 
And even if it was affordable for a, a very large number of people, the demand is so high that the campuses in Australia won't have enough space just to take in the Indian students. So therefore, it makes sense really for foreign universities to set up campuses in India, take the education as it were uh, to the source where it's needed. The Resources Minister, Madeleine King, is also on the trip. India is the world's third largest energy market and is accelerating towards a transition to renewables. Is hydrogen a key focus? It is indeed a very, very key focus for us. Uh, We have a national hydrogen mission, in fact, and lots of effort, lots of resources are being thrown behind it, much like in Australia, which also has made hydrogen and development of the hydrogen industry a priority. There have been some who've said that Anthony Albanese should be raising human rights issues uh, with President Modi uh, on this trip. Uh, do you Is that your expectation that some of those more difficult conversations will be had? Well, I think the focus is on bilateral issues over here, uh, and therefore I don't see any reason uh, why. However, I will not preempt what the leaders might choose to discuss. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Patricia. That's India's High Commissioner to Australia, Manpreet Vora. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.